The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand cave rescue operation. What is schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out many save the dates? The first Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find. We were four years Welcome to the voice. This is of Search Podcast, and I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, we'll share the news, knowledge, and strategies you need to navigate the ever-changing world of SEO. Ready to expedite your company's organic growth efforts? Sit back, relax, and get ready for your daily dose of search engine optimization wisdom. Here's today's host of the Voices of Search Podcast, Jordan Cooney. Welcome to the Voices of Search Podcast. My name is Jordan Cooney from Previsible. Joining me today is Colette Casey, who manages analytics and SEO at Mary Kay. Mary Kay has been in business for 60 years and features 800 premium products. Mary Kay Skincare and Color Cosmetics operates in more than 35 countries around the world with millions of independent beauty consultants running their own businesses. Yesterday, Colette and I talked about SEO partnerships and how it takes a village to execute SEO efforts in an enterprise. Today, we're going to continue our conversation by discussing the importance of technical SEO for non-technical people. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Okay, here's my conversation with Colette Casey, who manages analytics and SEO at Mary Kay. Colette, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm very excited to be back. Awesome. So yesterday we had a really good episode on how it takes a village to manage SEO and execute SEO in an organization. I think it's a really unique lens into how both the Mary Kay business model is unique, where you have these local consultants and business owners all over the world that are part of that village. But then you also have these internal enterprise stakeholders that we're all very familiar with, like developers and, and marketers and content members who support the overall SEO success. 
if you didn't listen to that episode, please go back and get some of the knowledge that and insights that um, Colette shared with us. But today, we're going more into the technical area of SEO and how this is such a critical component to not only the industry, but but how non-technical SEOs or people that are in an organization leverage this concept. And Colette, you know, first question right out of the gate for you is like, why should a non-technical person care, right? Like, why should they even bother with trying to understand some of these concepts that can be quite confusing and sometimes even misleading? And and, and they come from the source, right? They come directly from Google. So, so I'd love to understand why you think it's important for non-technical people to understand SEO. Right. So, you know, I'm a marketer, right? And I am most interested in my brand and making sure that my brand is bringing customers to our independent beauty consultants. And I can't fully do that unless I know that our websites are being crawled by Google in the right way. And it goes to your brand reputation, your brand perception, and essentially your brand dominance. You know, when people search for you, you want them to find you. So I like to bring up technical SEO because to me, that's under your control. You know, Google is going to be Google and it's going to have, it's going to change algorithms and you always have to try to stay on top of that. But you own those websites. This is the easy lift. And I'm not saying that the IT fix may be easy, but it's within your control. That's so true. Like there's a a lot to be said about how you can weave the narrative of SEO needs, even if you're a non-technical person, right? Yes. Because you understand that customer, because you understand the business needs, because you understand the direction of the market, right? And I think that's what's really lost on a lot of people when when you're dealing with these hyper complex or very technical efforts is that you need that voice in the room as much as you need the the voice of the technical solution, right? Yes. And, you know, I just really think that understanding that gives you a leg up, you know, so that you can talk to your partners about what's going on. That's right. And it gives you gives you a leg up, but it also builds that trust, right? To our episode yesterday about Village, you know, it takes all those types of viewpoints to create the right product, the right experience, the right content, the right outcomes and SEO for your business. Segwaying into to this non-technical component, I think one of the questions or one of the challenges I hear a lot from the SEO community when I'm working with either uh, newer SEOs or content marketers is, do I need to go and learn this stuff? Do I need to go through an HTML boot camp like you did <laughs> to to really understand how some of these efforts work or do I need to go and get a you know a PhD in computer science to make myself useful in SEO and so what's the training what's the education that you should go and consider and at what level should you consider that to be effective as a non-technical person doing technical SEO Yeah, uh, you don't need to know how to do all that, (laughs) because I don't. (laughs) But you rely on the people that do know it. But you have to be able to speak their language. And that's the main thing. It's being able to say, look, this code is not right. A A perfect example is, oh gosh, in my job before Mary Kay, we had an awful problem with canonicals and duplicate page content. And I have no clue how to write a canonical tag, but I knew we needed canonicals 
to lower those duplicate pages. So, you know, with that partnership with our IT partner, I was able to have him (laughs) write the canonical. It's the same with schema. It's like, I don't trust myself to write schema. So I rely on the people that do know how to write it. And that's where the partnership comes in. But you do have to do some self-education. And, you know, I, I always say Search Console is a good start because it, it goes to the core of what Google is seeing. And YouTube is my favorite friend. I mean, I go on YouTube all the time and look for understanding Search Console or new features in Search Console. I can watch a 10-minute video and learn what's going on, you know, and when you see those errors, then you could say, oh, that's that's where I saw that in Search Console. Then you go to your partners and say, hey, I'm not exactly sure how to fix this, but I know this needs to be fixed. That's right. That's right. And, you know, the acknowledgement of awareness, I think, is that first piece, right? So I'm aware that there's an issue here. I'm aware that there's something that could be done better from a technical standpoint. Where I think where people get tripped up and where where the non-technical individuals who are listening may start to struggle is in that solution conversation, mm-hmm. right? And what that solution conversation looks like with a technical partner. And this is this is where it gets tricky, right? That that relationship that you build earlier with that individual, with that stakeholder, with that team matters almost more now than it does in the identification of the problem. As you get to that solution piece of the conversation, how do you see that working out? How do you see the best approach to defining and working through a solution in a technical topic? Right. Well, I rely on my technical partners. You know, we also use search metrics. So I uh, rely on them as well to give me some of that guidance when I am talking to the technical partner. But I think it comes down to, for like the non-technical person, they may say, oh, well, that's that's an IT issue. Well, it's not. I think changing the mindset when you get a search console report or you go in there yourself and you look at it, changing your mindset to, wow, my customer is not having a good experience. And also, wow, I'm not being found. This is impacting my acquisition strategy. You know, so taking those pieces and saying, I have errors. Let me share this with our IT person and then work through that together. So again, you can go and lean on a vendor partner. You can lean on a technical expert. You can lean on YouTube, you know. (laughs) But, you know, understanding that customer experience and how it's impacting your acquisition. Because, again, what's the first thing people do when they want to find out about something? They go online. Yeah. Period. That's how it's done. So, you know, if you've got a market website that's not showing up in your market and you've got another market's website showing up there instead, well, you know, that's, you've got to be able to use that hreflang to tell Google, hey, this isn't duplicate content. This is an individual market. And the experience for that seeker is they go there, but they can't buy anything because it's the wrong market. So looking at the experience 
of the people you're trying to acquire and then keeping them there once they get there. They're not hitting error pages, bouncing, and so on. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You could pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you could work with a cookie-cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. I mean, I love that because it's the continuation of framing the problem, right? Because in, in reality, the solution component is collaborative as long as all the members and their core strengths fully understand the problem. Yeah. Right. That being the engineer or the technical person understands the problem so well that they can refine to a solution the technical outcome, right? Exactly. And some of that takes education. Some of that takes, you know, uh, like you were saying with YouTube or other educational processes to to inform yourself or become informed on how to solve for these problems. But some of this effort is also kind of just the the understanding of your business and like how your business functions and who you're trying to reach and how you're speaking to specific customers. And in my experience, those are the harder problems to solve. The ones where there's a disconnect between the technical needs of the business and the customer's ability to get access to the solution or the product or the information. And in those situations, in those very complex scenarios where there's a mismatch between what the business is trying to convey, the technical needs of a website and SEO efforts, and the ultimate you know, outcome that you're trying to improve, where do you often go to when those problems become that complex? Do you go outside of the internal teams? Do you explore other ways to find more answers to solve these technical issues? Well, I'm a lifelong learner, you know, and I'm constantly curious. So for me, it's like, I call it a treasure hunt. So I want to find out why people can't find us, you know, why people can't, you know, or they they actually are doing pretty well at finding us. (laughs) But I mean, like, if we have a new product, you know, what's going on with that product page? If I'm a marketer and I'm responsible for that sub-brand, I want my product pages to show up at the bare minimum for the product name. And, you know, if you've, like in Europe, we have a a whole robust program of ratings and reviews. Well, we want to make sure that those reviews are showing up as well. So it's like if they're not 
then it's like, I'm not telling my whole story. I'm not saying, oh, I have this product and it's got five stars. The seeker doesn't see that, you know, but it's looking into that and then ask using Google search, why isn't this showing up in my search result? You know, going in, taking a look at that, because again, the marketer has got to change the narrative in their mind that it is a technical issue. It's not just a technical issue. It's an acquisition and experience issue. That's right. Yeah. I think, you know, that the journey here is one that's not as complex as we feel it may be. Exactly. Um, especially when you can, we can make, you can make it simple for everyone that's involved, in, which is ultimately understanding the customer, understanding their needs and what they want. Exactly. And another key to this too, and this actually, it's not necessarily technical, but I do want to bring this up is that within a brand and large brands, you know, when you're creating your content, you're using sometimes corporate speak, you know, and I think sometimes one thing to take a look at is not just like on your keyword research, but, you know, also on your site research, looking at what words are people using? to search for your product. You know, for example, one thing that I found in one of our markets is that people were searching for rouge, okay? I haven't used that word in forever, but in this particular market, they used that word. But all of our references were cheek color. So what we were doing was we were not learning the language of our customer. And that's what you really have to do. You could have corporate speak, with some very fancy word for something, but you have to really look at and make sure that you're bringing them in with the language they're using. So true, very true. And, and making that connection is so critical. As SEO evolves, right? As we continue to see the SEO market and landscape evolve, how do you stay sharp as a non-technical person managing the SEO needs of a business? How do you maintain that knowledge and capability? Well, it's a lifelong process, honestly. I sit in on virtual conferences all the time. And, you know, years ago, I used to go to like all the SMX conferences or other SEO conferences. And you just have to sit there and just catch up on what's going on. I think reading online, there's some great resources out there all the time, including this blog. I mean, and this podcast is that, you know, just staying abreast of what other people are doing, you know, don't be afraid to listen to a podcast that has the word technical in it. <laughs> it may not apply to you, but just kind of sit through it because you can kind of learn the language of, you know, how the more technical person speaks so that when you're communicating with them, you're able to have a better connection. That is great advice and a wonderful place for us to wrap up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thank you to Colette Casey, who manages analytics and SEO at Mary Kay for joining us. If you'd like to get in touch with Colette, you can find a link to her LinkedIn profile in our show notes or visit her company website, marykay.com. Okay. Thanks to Jordan Cooney, the founder of Previsible. If you'd like to get in touch with Jordan, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is JT Cooney. That's J-T-K-O-E-N-E. Or you can visit his company's website, which is previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E.io.
And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to VoicesOfSearch.com, where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter, and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shab, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet, and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit that subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data.